Hello everyone, and welcome to another beer review. Now, today we're going to do hopefully a more kind of traditional, well, it's from a traditional brewery. I wouldn't say it's the most traditional beer, but it's a bit hopefully more in a kind of, in a more traditional style. And uh, there will be some beer news coming up, quite a few beer news things to come up, but I've just been really busy and things like this. And it was my birthday last week, so I turned 50, so I'm, a, I'm officially a, a right old bugger now, so I think he reached 50 years of age. And uh, nobody believed I was actually going to reach that age, because they basically thought that I was such an annoying bastard, some bugger would have killed me by now. Which, it was a surprise to me too. Oh. But yeah, but as part of this beer news, I can tell you a little bit about this brewery because this brewery has actually signed a kind of a, a supply agreement with a UK supermarket called Asda. So a lot of their uh, products will be appearing in an Asda near you fairly soon. And it's... Uh, Thixtons, there you go, which is in the Marsham area, so isn't it? I think it's still Marsham, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's still Marsham, yeah. So it's in Marsham, and also the kind of, with a connection with the family in this brewery is obviously Black Sheep, which was up for sale and then went into administration, and now again, which I'll, I'll expand more in the beer news, it's now been bought. Now it's been bought by a kind of a, an investment company. So I don't know what they're planning to do, but at least it hasn't been bought by another brewing company. So hopefully this company won't interfere too much with their kind of uh, products, processes and recipes too much. But it being a kind of more of an investment firm, it means it's kind of now managed by accountants. So I think it's a case as though if they want to make it profitable, then probably something has to give. So either the prices go up for their products or the quality has to drop, i.e. in the ingredients or in the recipe, that type of stuff, to kind of make the final product more more profitable. So I think that's what potentially could be on the horizon. So that's something we need to kind of watch out for. But anyway, Thixons are doing kind of quite well. They're uh, they are now basically in the pockets of Asda. So there you go. So this is basically Thixon's Pale. It's 4.5%. It's basically under their legendary ales. Uh, a hefty citrus zing of El Dorado, Chinook, Summit and Cascade Hops. The ultimate thirst quencher. It's unpasteurised and cold filtered to protect the truly unique flavour of our beer. And is there anything on the back? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Contains barley and wheat. Self-chilled. Product of the United Kingdom. And that's it. No other information regarding no spill, no, no tasting notes, no food pairings. So yeah. Let's crack this open and uh, see what it's like. Remember, it is in the clear. 
bottle. Oh, and I'm getting the smell. Oh, God, yeah. Getting the cabbage smell. Mm-hmm. Yep. Getting a sour, kind of rotten cabbage smell. How lovely. Ah, which, of course, we had a discussion with that not that long ago um, when I did a beer. Now, who was it? It was a Bellhaven one, wasn't it? And, yeah, it's the same type of situation. Now, a lot of people commented that they say they don't particularly mind it. They're quite happy. And, of course, if it's in dark beers, dark beers, um, when it kind of gets light striped or, or skunked, it doesn't affect flavour so much because of the type of flavour profile, especially if they're more malt-forward beers and everything else, then they're less of an issue problem because it's actually certain chemicals in the hops, in the hop oils, really that uh, other things to kind of react. And here's the thing that a lot of people don't seem to realise is, only takes 20 seconds. And bright UV light only takes 20 seconds for the reaction to happen. Now, of course, obviously with lighter beers, which this one is, it's slightly kind of, it's a pale ale, but it's kind of slightly amberish in colour and kind of roughly about half a finger of a head, which is kind of dissipating quite quickly. The problem is, though, it's a case that uh, with lighter beers, it has become more prevalent and uh, it does affect the flavour a lot more. And uh, the, one of the worst ones is probably lagers. Lagers get affected by it and it's very noticeable within their flavour profile. And it really does. A lot of people, you know, like me, we don't like it. It's not really part of the original flavour profile. And... Uh, it's something that's happened. Nobody basically creates a beer, puts it in a clear bottle, and hopefully it will be light straight because that's part of the their flavour profile that they've actually come up with. No. That's a fuck-up. It really is. It's a fuck-up. And uh, it just shows you that... Uh, um, how would I kind of, how can I put it? Um, it shows you that... Uh, Substance doesn't really matter to a lot of breweries and management and everything else and that type of stuff. Um, it's the kind of the perception, the pomp is more important than the actual substance. And it lacks the substance because the substance gets ruined by it. So it looks nice. I mean, this product, oh, it looks nice in the shelf. It's a lovely bottle. It's nice and clear with a clear label and all this type of stuff and the different colours. And it, Oh, it's so wonderful. It looks so good. And it stands out in the shelf and everything else. Yeah, it stands out even more when you fucking crack it open. You get this lovely waft of cabbage and you're thinking, oh, that's the fucking box. That's exactly See what I was thinking out on the shelf. That's exactly what I'm looking for. And I'm sure that's exactly what Theaksins was going for when they did that. Do you know what? Do you know what it really needs? It's a better light strike. So we'll put it in that bottle and hopefully it'll get light strike because that'll just finish off the flavour profile. You know, and it'll just be the piece de resistance. You know, why add hops and that type of stuff to give a sour or bitterness flavour? All we need to do is let basically nature take its course and it can do it for us and it costs us fuck all. Yeah.
seriously, for fuck's sake. I mean, if you're going to do it with any of them, do it with darker beers because you can get away with it a bit more and the flavour profile isn't affected so much. But lighter beers and ales and everything else, seriously. I mean, I gave Bellhaven a hard time and I'm going to give Theakson's a hard time. You're fucking assholes for doing it. You really are. Seriously. And it just shows you you don't give a shit about the customer. You really don't. You're thinking, well, tell you what, I don't give a fuck what you drink. I don't give a fuck what it bloody tastes like. This is Theakston's. We're the belly big balls and our reputation is all the thing that matters. So it doesn't matter whether you enjoy our beer or not. You're drinking a Theakston, so you should be fucking proud. I mean, is that, is that how they think? You mean, seriously? I mean, <sighs> fucking arsehole, seriously. Anyway, what does it smell of? I'm getting a little bit of malt. Not really getting any hops apart from the cabbage. So I'm getting a little hint of malt and I'm getting cabbage. Kind of slightly rotten cabbage. It's a slightly sour smell. So there you go. That's what I'm getting. Let's see what it tastes like. Fucking hell. Oh, that's crap. A hefty citrus thing. No citrus thing. No citrus thing at all. And what else did they say? Ultimate. It's like candied sugar. It's quite sweet. And there's a kind of candy, kind of sugar, that kind of, almost like what we call ben, Belgian candied sugar, but kind of, not the darker one, but the kind of lighter one. It's just, and you do have the slight kind of off flavour, which of course is the sourness coming from the light strike. It's a strange one because it doesn't really taste like beer. It doesn't have any kind of beer. I mean, there is a kind of light malty caramel flavour. There's this sweetness. There's this strange unconnected kind of flavour, which of course is the light strike. But overall, it has this kind of feeling of soft drink. Really? It tastes like a bloody soft drink. It's like... It doesn't really taste like beer. It doesn't have any kind of grain flavours. doesn't have any hop flavours. No floralness, no nothing. It just kind of... It is. It's almost as if it's like kind of slightly vegetable flavours, as if it's like a kind of a, a soft drink. And there is a slight acidity to it as well. And it's just... Crap. Right. Break it down. Light malt, kind of light caramel, with quite a strong sweetness at the start of the mouth. No grain. Moves on to the mid tongue. You start to get this kind of slight sour flavour that's kind of unconnected. The sweetness is still there; it doesn't really kind of dissipate in the mid tongue. You start getting slightly kind of veggie tones. It's just this kind of undescribed kind of a bit like kind of. Now, who's the best way of putting it? Do you remember when uh, they did a clear 
um, cola. I think Pepsi was the first one to do it or something like that, but one of them did a clear cola and it's a bit like that, it reminds me a bit like that. It's, uh, it's like kind of slightly lighter flavours. Um, it's kind of light, kind of soft drinky kind of vibe about it. It doesn't taste like beer. And then there's nothing in the aftertaste. It, it tails off like a soft drink. Just nothing kind of lingers. Just Jesus, that's just crap. Right. What would I give this out of 10? Because I'm not going to waste any more bloody time with it. Um, just rubbish. Right. Well, it's light strikes. I was going to give it maybe three, but it's been light strikes. So it loses a point for that as well. So I'm going to give this a two out of ten. It's just rubbish. That's a rubbish. It doesn't taste like a beer. It's been light striked. It doesn't even have the flavour profiles as they're describing on the label. And it's also a bit kind of slightly over cabinet. It's not got a nice mouthfeel either. That's again, which helps to kind of give you that kind of soft drink-esque. So yeah, two out of ten. Would I recommend it? No, definitely not. And... Uh, Ignore it. Absolutely ignore it. So, it's uh, Thigston's Pale, 4.5%, roughly about £2 a bottle, 2 out of 10. Thanks for watching. Cheers, and bye for now.